gentle bots out there. This is a- another episode of Shooting the Shit with Two Nerdy Black Guys. I know. You thought it was over. It ain't over. We're back again. And we're going to keep coming back. God damn it. Um, I'd like to welcome you to the show. I also like to welcome my good friend and co-host, DJM. Hey, Kaz, how's everything going? We're doing two nerdy black guys again. The original Delta Juliet Mike podcast of podcasts. Kaz and I, we've been doing this for seemingly a thousand years at this point, but we're still going. We're still hanging in. He's doing the drunk kids gaming stuff. I'm doing the anime stuff, but we still come back to, to hashtag 2NBG every once in a while. And man. I've got some things I want to discuss, but first and foremost, Brandon Cooper, how have you been, my friend? Tell me, how have you been? What's what's going on with you? I've been okay. I'm getting I'm getting to the point where um I'm trying to I'm trying to make it through the transitional period in life. I'm trying to get to that point where um I'm starting to do more things to put myself in a, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, just to put myself in a position where I can have the time to do the things that I want to do. You know, I can have the me things, the, the doing podcast, the, you know, making YouTube stuff or whatever, and not necessarily worrying about the nine to five right like i, w- I want to get to that point where the nine to five is nice and settled it is what it is it gives me enough money to live and do those things and then i have that extra ability those extra you know five or six hours a day where i could be like i want to dedicate that to making a youtube video i want to dedicate that to doing this so i've been putting the feelers out there to look for like a more established position uh, i got a couple of I don't want to say interviews. I have a couple of potential setups to interviews uh, through the email chain of, hello, I am this person. Here is my credentials. And, uh, hmm, these seem pretty interesting. How about you call us on a day of the week that's a business day and we'll possibly have a conversation. Now, Mr. Cooper, let me offer my own take simply because – with where I'm at right now uh, in my own space after the last few months, I am reaching a point where I have a stable 9 to 5 again, uh, and it is paying me rather well. Uh, I just got my first paycheck for this place, and uh, while technically I only got paid for the days in June that I worked, uh, given my salary, it's it's still pretty good. Uh, unfortunately, my bank account is still in overdraft, but when I get my next paycheck, which will be for the, the 1st and 15th of July, uh, the, long na- the long national nightmare of DJM's financial strife will finally be over because this job is paying me really well. Dude. Uh, and I'm, I'm at the point where I'm feeling like I'm, I see the finish line. Like mm-hmm. it, it's not even on the horizon. I'm, it's in line of sight. <laughs> like it's, if I just manage to not get evicted, not have the lights turned off for, about two more weeks, my life will be completely in order. 
I will be able to live my life like a normal person again, and I will be able to do all of the things that I like to do. There has been one tiny wrinkle in all of this. Mm -hmm. Uh, As you know, Kaz, and as some of you might know that follow me on social media, uh, I've been working on a pretty dedicated weight loss plan. Uh, I I was never what you would call big uh, for my height. Maybe I was a little bit overweight. Uh, Maybe on the BMI scale, I was a little overweight. Uh, I was around 180. Uh, And I've been on a pretty regimented workout plan and and diet plan for the last couple of months. Uh, At least since I got out of the hospital in April. If you don't Uh, mind. Sure. How tall are you? I am five seven and change. Five seven and change. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, and generally, my doctors have told me weight wise I was okay, but losing mm-hmm. a little bit of weight wouldn't hurt. I was a re- I, I would fluctuate in the range of one seventy five and one eighty, and uh, yeah. I was feeling like yeah, I can I can lose some poundage, and I, I've built myself up to the point and this is something that I talked about at the beginning of the year and I've I've said that I have stuck to my new year's resolution now almost 7 months in I've stuck to it uh to work on self improvement uh I'm at the point where I have a routine of working out Monday to Friday 5 days a week uh Monday through Friday I have a specific body part that I do strength training on, depending on the day, and I've built up to doing 40 minutes of cardio every day, and then I rest on Saturday and Sunday. And some of you out there might know that I've also been uh, working on my my hydration plan, where I consume about four liters of water a day. Now, Cass, this was a lot easier to stick to along with podcasting and everything else that I'm doing uh, that I'll be talking about later uh, when I didn't have the nine to five. Uh, Mm -hmm. I've been working on trying to figure this out because my my job is uh, nine to five thirty, as it were, uh, but it is in the city of Ann Arbor, Michigan, which is a little farther uh, from the Metro Detroit area. It's not super duper far. Uh, it's still technically Southeast Michigan, but given right. construction and, and rush hour at any given time of day, it's j- just about an hour commute, uh, back okay. and forth. So that does throw a little bit of a difficulty in things. So right. right now it's, it's more of an issue of figuring out for me, how I'm going to adopt my my exercising along with all of the Delta Juliet mic stuff and the stuff that I have coming up that I'll talk about later. Uh, it, it's the hour commute makes things a little difficult because let, let me ask your opinion on this, Kaz. Uh, you personally, do you prefer the idea of working out early in the morning or working out in the evenings. Where do you stand on that? When I when I used to work out, and this is this is in my teens and and into my mid twenties. When I used to work out, I was a a midday 
a midday to late day workout person. So I had to work and out see, around. Th- that's a, that's exactly what I did when I was still unemployed. It's exactly what I yeah. did. Um, because for some reason, I, 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 I enjoyed it more. I was more apt to do it at those times of days. But definitely, I, I will I will very, very much agree with you that as you get older, like as you get older and, and you you garner more responsibility those things like those life things those those i I don't want to say they're non-essential but those kind of constantly you can put them on the back burner very easily type of life things like your health and working out and, and kind of taking care of yourself become a lot harder as you start to adult more if i could use that term like and even even for me right now, like when you started saying that, I am in that same boat. I am I haven't haven't begun the workout regimen yet, but I am in this position where I'm I'm about five ten and some change, and I I might hover around kind of the same area or whatever, so it looks a little bit differently on me than it does you, but around the one seventy one eighty place. But for me, a lot of it is very much in my midsection, and it's just like, you know what. Yeah, it it in general is okay, but I would much rather lose a couple of pounds, lose ten or fifteen right. pounds. And, and for uh, me, for for me, it is in my my chest and my shoulders. That is where most of it is, and that that's something I also get from my dad. I, I have my dad's chest and shoulders, so uh, it even as I have lost some weight. I still have like kind of a well, I wouldn't say I have cleavage, uh, but I have I have I have a chest, as it were. A mm-hmm. little bit of a little bit of the man. N- not so much of the moobage, as it were. No, no, no. Not, not quite. Not, not full on moobage. We can't you can't no, call it moobage. No. no. But we'll call it we'll call it a man, you know, like like put some emphasis on it, like like uh, I I have a man chest, uh, uh, some some eyebrow wiggle in there, <laughs> yeah yeah I I have that I do have that that is where most of my my physical bulk resides. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um. But in in speaking of this, I feel like I must bring about. The thing that has gotten a lot of people out of the house lately. Yes, let's talk about that, shall we? Let's talk about Tinder, Kaz. Yes. yes. Like, so many more people. Like, I, I, I thought it was dead and gone, but apparently people have, have brought it back. It, it's had a resurgence, and then everybody's out there swiping left, swiping right, just all kinds of things, and going out more, and and, and doing all kinds of things. Yes, indeed. Um, no, no, of course, everybody, we're, we're talking about Pokemon Go. Yeah. Oh, man, Pokemon Go. Every podcast Go. has to talk about it. Every every person yep. has to get their, their moment in. I understand... If you if you've listened to one podcast with me on it, I've already talked about it in your eyes. You're like, no, no, you got you got your minute. No, each podcast is a new thought. It's a new idea. Well, the thing is, is that with two nerdy black guys, this podcast is mostly about 
Brandon and I talking to one another. And Brandon and I have not had an opportunity to talk with one another about Pokemon Go. And as a matter of fact, Cass, Pokemon Go was first thing on my list. First thing. So, yeah. Pokemon Go. That is. I want to say, so, I thought, I, I, in, in initially hearing about this, right, I was not in a full understanding of not, not the popularity. I don't, I don't want to say I wasn't, I wasn't fully aware of the possible popularity this could, could gather. What I was not prepared for was the actual amount of dedication people would have to this idea, right? Because I could see, I could see that initial, mm. everybody downloads it because it's one, it's free and it's right there in the most, the most accessible place ever, which is on your phone. Um, and I will say in, in one of the bright spots for Pokemon Go, there are some dark spots, but in one of the bright spots, they've done a pretty good job in making it as accessible for almost as many platforms of phone that they could um but the the just the sheer factor especially for me right because i work i work in the the heart of downtown baltimore so you see all kinds of people come oh through yeah there. and this um, is this is ann arbor as well and, and ann arbor is like that it's it's the seattle of the midwest so right. yeah so for the first few days, I people watched, right? I, I, I people watched and I saw just everybody heads down, phones up, just, you know, walk in all of a sudden change direction, start walking in a different direction. Like, like people gathering in places and then having those, those awkward moments of like looking at the other person's phone, looking at theirs. And then, then that, that whisper over like Pokemon, Pokemon. And the other person like you, yeah, yeah, Pokemon. And then, oh man, yeah, yeah. Well, what Pokemon you got? You know, like, um, and it has definitely been a very interesting thing to watch and see. All the news stories, exactly what I thought they were going to be from the, the dangers of Pokemon Go to the, 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 look at Pokemon Go getting people out of the house and being human beings and like all this. Sh- now, Kaz, Kaz. I yes. gotta call you out on this. Call me. Have you taken the plunge? Have oh yes, no. I, I very, very, very much decided as soon as as soon as I realized this was a thing, I was ready to go. I was like, all right, you know what? I'm gonna take this plunge. I'm gonna do it. Now I will say, I played it very lazily for the first few days. I would only play it on the bus to work and like the walk from work back to the bus and then the bus ride home and then nowhere in between except for two days ago i decided to take the adventure and walk around my neighborhood um and i was like you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna make this a thing so there's some mechanics i'm not gonna we're not gonna go into the whole like game thing but Yes, that, that's, yeah, that's, that's its own discussion. Um, and I do kind of want to uh, just, uh, I might have just hit it on my phone. Uh, but 
let's just divide this into two things. Okay. I, for one, appreciate Pokemon Go uh, as a social experience, and okay. two, as a good slice of nostalgia. It is a prime slice of nostalgia. Yeah. Also, as a social experience... It works in spades. Because just last night when I was hanging out with uh, the comic shop anime club that I go to on Friday nights, uh, it ended up being uh, sort of a Pokemon Go walk where we all started walking around looking for, for Pokemon. And we ended up at a park and there were no less than 70 people there. It was it was straight out of it was straight from the headlines where everyone there was throwing out lures and looking for Pokemon. So, as a way to get the kids out walking and socializing with others, mm-hmm. I think this is a success. However, comma. However. It's only a weekend. Finger wag in the air. I, I, I dare say. We're only one weekend, Cass. Yes. And yes. we live in an age where things are here today. And gone later today. <laughs> yeah. Let's see where Pokemon Go is in a month. Let's see where Pokemon Go is in two months. Will yeah. there be updates? Will there be patches? Will there be things that actually get fixed? Will there be another attempt at another DDoS attack? That remains to be seen. So, I want to say this, right? So... Here's here's this thing, right? And and we have a good sense of relation, right? Because we, like you said, this is this is the day and age of here today, gone. Um, and I have I've had I've had this moment in thinking about this and looking at this, right? If if done right, um, this could have staying power but not longevity in the 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 and and what i mean by those is i feel like this could stay around i feel like this could definitely become and and this is speaking very very much to our culture our con culture our nerd culture kind of thing right where i feel like it'll have staying power with the nerd culture and the con culture if they get trading right and if they get person to person battling right, right? Like right now, the battling system is very clunky, um, to say the least, right? Because it is, it is, it, it becomes a button mash fiesta, right? <laughs> like, true. Um, you, but you it is still only, it's still only one weekend. Right. You're, you're just literally just mad. You might as well just put your, your, your fucking phone on the ground and just stomp it. Like that, that's how effective battling is in this game right now. Um, but in, in saying that, my, my thought process is if, if you get trading right, if you get it to a point where like right now you have to catch a lot of things, um, to, to get a good strong Pokemon that's worth taking over a gym or doing any of those other kind of things. And if you get to a point where you can go, you know what? I don't care about evolving a Pidgey 
but I got 50 fucking Pidgeys, right? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't care, but I have 50 of them. But my friend has 20 Magikarp, and I really want that Gyarados. And you go, you know what? You trade him those, those 50, you're gonna get, you're gonna get those, and, you know, also, experience or blah, 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 blah. Bro with those Magik, bro with those Magikarp. Y'all can trade some Magikarp and Pidgey and start evolving them and get your XP up together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's a thing to do. Again, socialization. We're, we're right. all building bridges and we're all making friends. I will, I will also say on the, on the, the social. Uh, ha- have you, have you been, uh, yeah, I, I want to ask you about the, the social aspect of Pokemon Go because I know for me, it's already working. Like being in downtown Ann Arbor, uh, it's it's there's definitely something going on. It's just last night out with the Weebs and Wayne. It's it's definitely something that's that's real. Uh, and at work uh, on Friday, I had to explain to the people in my office just what it was all about because well they they didn't quite get it. Uh, uh-huh. I will say that my my office is um I don't like to use. This particular N word very often, Kaz, but my, my oh, office, no. Um, no. it's it's got a lot of the normies. <gasps> Kaz. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to blink that. I know, out. We can't, I know, we can't I, and that. I apologize. I apologize to our basic American and international <laughs> basic audience out there. But yeah, the, my my <laughs> office has. My office has a lot of has a lot of normies. Whoa! All right. ex- explaining times. explaining the appeal of Pokemon Go was kind of a challenge to them because yeah. they they, um, didn't, they they didn't get it. But yeah, how has the social aspect so of Pokemon Go worked for you? There's there's two factor here for me, right? There's the general factor, the on the street, the the in plain clothes factor of like. I have had those moments where I kind of look over at the person maybe standing at the sidewalk next to me getting ready to cross the street, and I see that they're playing Pokemon, and I just kind of, hey, oh, you playing Pokemon? And they're like, yeah, man, you play? And I'm like, yeah. You know, and we kind of have that that momentary discussion, and then, you know, maybe we sit and talk for a minute, and it's this conversation that I have now had with a total and complete stranger that I would have never had before, right? I would, I would have never had this conversation with this person in particular ever at any, any other reason except for this commonality, right? Um, and then in the flip factor, there's the, the work, uh, thing, right? Where I'm at work and, and I am talking to people and I'm like, oh, you know, like, you know, the, blah 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 welcome to the aquarium bullshit and i see them on their phone and i'm like playing pokemon and they're like oh my man yeah and then the person behind them is like oh you got you guys are playing pokemon my wife's playing pokemon she won't put that crap down and you know and i'm getting other people to talk to other people and other you know like and it's becoming this this more nicer thing it's becoming a nicer experience to have these people come up to me and then it could be like oh you're playing pokemon cool and Whereas before I'd be at work and these people would come up to me and I'm just directing them. I won't even talk. I'm just like, step that way. You step that way. <laughs> like, but now it's and, and me a reason. You know to talk. why, you know why this works? It's because this would not work with any other franchise. 
Pokemon is so ubiquitous that only something like this combined with augmented reality, which I've talked about, uh, and at conventions and other tech things, it's something that is, it's a perfect storm. You've got a franchise as ubiquitous as Pokemon. You've got the nostalgia of it having the original 151 Pokemon. You've got something that we all have now because everybody has a damn smartphone. And it's, it's a perfect storm of a game that everyone can get into and everyone can appreciate. Now, Kaz, we're just about the same age. You saw and lived through the original Pokemania, the, the <laughs> yes. original Pokemon craze. Yeah. I've been thinking about that in comparison to the rise of Pokemon Go. And I'm just, I'm so utterly fascinated by it. Like, I'm just, mm -hmm. it, it's, it's something, dare I say, that us 90s kids dreamed about because we dreamed of the idea of going on our own Pokemon journey and catching Pokemon out in the wild. And this is an example of video games <laughs> becoming real life. And yeah. so many, so many of us nineties kids that are so obsessed with our pop culture and our franchises from our childhood, doing everything we can with technology to bring them into the real world so we never have to grow up. And I kind of love it. I kind of love that we're, we're making all of these things a reality and we're, we're creating technology. We're, we're making the world more connected solely for the sake of catching them all. And I love it. Can I, can I, can I give you a couple of grapes though? Absolutely. So, because it thing, is far from perfect. Yeah. No, this thing. As, as as much praise as we've given it and as much praise as it deserves, this goddamn thing is a fucking battery killer. It will oh, murder God, the, the oh, and shit out of your phone. For people, for people that can't find Wi-Fi, oh my God. Pray for those people. I'm not even religious, and I'm praying for the people that can't find Wi-Fi. Thank you, Xfinity, and thank you, based Comcast, and thank you to the city of Ann Arbor. There is Xfinity Wi-Fi everywhere, and I'm so <laughs> thankful. Oh Dude, my god! Like I so the, like the first couple times where I kind of you know I was like oh you know what I'm uh I'm uh. I'm going to play this while I'm at work a little bit, you know, here and there, like open it up, do a couple things, you know, put it, put my phone away, you know, open it up, do a couple more things. And I was just like, the other day I was like, oh shit. Oh shit. Like my phone's dead. I don't have my charger. Oh fuck. Like, damn it. Here's what's going to happen, Cass. Nintendo or Niantix, the, the company behind the game. They're going to build a portable charger. They're going to build a portable charger. They're going to put the official Pokemon logo on it. And that's going to be a license to print goddamn money. The, the official Pokemon Go on the go charger for Pokemon trainers, 
And when you just got to catch them all and there's no place to charge, that's what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Because be this crazy. game, this game is a serious battery killer. Also, it's a little glitchy. Noticing a few glitches when I try and throw Pokeballs. You know, I'm, I'm working on my curveball. Want to get that curveball bonus. But, yeah. It's, it's got some bugs. And, and we're not just talking about Caterpies and Weedles. It's a bit buggy. It, it, again, it's in its first week of release. And this is, thankfully, just a... This is the world's biggest public beta since maybe Windows 7 or Windows mm-hmm. 8. And I hope Niantic and Nintendo are getting as much data and feedback as they possibly can to figure out what to do about these things. Because the potential is there for something really oh, yeah, monumental. No, this is... This is on the precipice of like just awesomeness. Like it's just possible. Just 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 everything. Like like it 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 can almost. It like you said. It's just this thing where it, it's that moment where you're like, why why was this not a thing before? Like who who never thought of this? Like and and you gotta well, give it to the guys. At th- the this end is something. Because... D- do you remember? Well, I don't know. Maybe if you saw it, but you rem- I would do these panels at anime cons about science and technology in anime. Yeah, and you how? Me. Yeah, and this is the kind of thing that I was talking about. Right. Uh, not not exactly using augmented reality on the cameras on your phones to catch virtual Pokemon. But this is something that I've been saying is bound to come along. Like Mm -hmm. this is something that I believed in fervently. (laughs) And when people say, well, why hasn't this, why wasn't this out before? And my answer to that is, well, the tech probably wasn't good enough yet. And well, now kind of isn't. You know, but, like, but at, le- at least we're we're in the testing phase now. It, it's like the way people are talking about the the driverless cars or the cars with uh remote w- cars with assist. Is it there yet? One hundred percent? No. But give it credit because we're testing now. The testing is happening. It's real. It's very very real. These are things that are happening. Are, are we totally in the the sci-fi future? Not quite, but we're starting. Like we are in the phase where it is beginning, and we're there. I just had a very sad moment. I just i got I got kicked out of my gym that I was holding. No. <laughs> um, oh, some other some other technology stuff. Um, for those in the know and in the not know, I bought a new microphone. Finally got that AT2020 I've always been eyeing. Yeah. Same as me, that. Mr. Cooper. How, mm-hmm. how is that AT2020 working for you? You know what? I, I, I like it a lot better due just to the orientation that it's kind of it's upright because it makes me tend to be upright a little bit more and talk into it. Whereas like before the other one, I felt like I was kind of I had to lean into it to talk. Um, and it's just just a weird kind of kind of mental thing it probably doesn't change it that much but 
it just makes me feel a little bit better. And I kind of, I just like it, man. It, it just is a good looking microphone. Like just from a design standpoint, like the 2020 is just a beautiful looking microphone. I, I'm sexy. really happy to hear that. I'm, sexy. I am, I am in complete agreement with you, Mr. Cooper. Uh, you sound fantabulous, by the way. Thank you. If Thank I you. may, I must say. And I'm really happy to hear that you're enjoying your mic. Uh, I am considering, uh, for my co-hosts with Delta Julia, Mike, uh, I- I'm going to be getting mics for them once my job pays me and once the Patreon is all in order. Uh, mm-hmm. it's go- more than likely going to be the AT2020. I'll be getting them a mic and, and a stand. And yeah, I, I feel like, uh, while I may not have high old PR40 money to throw around, uh, I do have AT2020 money. Hey, but you know what? Audio Technica is a good brand, and uh, yes, you know, they are. There, there's great people there. This isn't an ad they, for Audio Technica, but you know, I just they to do say. great. They do great headphones as well, and great earbuds. They do. They do. Um, Kaz, there is something I wanted to talk about uh, on the topic of not really being an ad for something, but it is something that I'm really happy with. Okay. Uh, that I started recently. Um. I had been lacking in clothes, like just okay. actually not owning a lot of clothing. <laughs> Uh, and you're familiar with the recent model of subscription models where you pay certain a certain amount of money for a month and you get sent things or, or yeah. you have a certain service. Well, those things happen for clothes as well. And I recently started uh, with the 5-4 Club. 5-4 Club. I've heard of this one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're 60 bucks a month, and uh, I just got my first 5-4 Club shipment today as we record it. And I got to say, I got four really nice shirts. I got some swim trunks that I can actually use because I have a pool. And some really funky socks, like very hipstery kind of socks where that has left written on the left sock and right written on the right sock and they're they're ankle socks too they're they're very they're very trendy is this uh, um because I, I know there's a couple of them and i know kind of some of them work in different ways but i'm pretty sure yeah. five four club and the other very popular one trunk club um i think they both the personal stylist thing right yes well no i did do trunk club for a little bit a few years ago uh, and i did have a personal stylist thing is about trunk club let me put this in in the best terms that i can imagine you're out at the mall as it were uh trunk club was probably more along the lines of shopping at nordstrom's okay Whereas my personal budget was more along the lines of Macy's. Okay. Uh, in in the case of Trunk Club, their clothes and my stylist was absolutely outstanding. But when I would see the price tag, it was like, okay, I'm sending each and every single thing back. Because <laughs> this is way out of my price range. 
Right. However, with Vive 4 Club, it was you pay $60 a month for a decent set of clothes. I got four shirts, which super helpful. Uh, I have plenty of pants, thankfully. And yeah, I'm, I'm really pleased so far. I was surprisingly pleased. I was a little apprehensive because when I saw and when I filled out my information of what I wanted to wear and what I like, I was a little apprehensive that it might turn out to be not quite what I like, but they nailed it. They, they got mm-hmm. it exactly right. Now, I'm not taking any mirror selfies, but I'm, I'm you're pleased not, with. Yeah, no, you're not the no. type. No, I'm not. Uh, but I'm really happy with how it turned out. I also got a promo code, so that was nice too. Oh and shit. I'm gonna stick with 5-4 Club for a little while. I'm gonna stick with so, it. So, here's, here's my thing, right? I don't mind these services. I, I really think if, if you're the type of person that, that these types of services speak to, and I don't, I don't just mean the subscription service. I just, I very particularly mean the subscription clothing service. Um, then, it's great. I would totally do these things, except for the fact that I am actually the kind of guy that enjoys shopping, right? Like, and and I, I do too. I do enjoy shopping. It's just I would have stuck with Trunk Club because my stylist took my feedback and let me see things before I actually decided. It really just came down to budget. It was a budget decision. Mm-hmm. And I have no problem actually going to the mall. But again, it came down to, uh, ooh, yeah, the price tag on this is it's a little more than I'm willing to spend. So mm-hmm. and that's why I'm happy with Trunk, with um 5-4 Club. 5-4 Club. Yeah. I, I'm I'm pleased with them with the clothes that they sent me because it was it was finely tuned to what I wanted and it's at a pretty decent price. Yeah. I mean sixty bucks a month, that's not bad. And to get stuff that, you know, fits your style, fits your 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 want, your need. Like and it, but see, I'm I'm a really weird guy. Like my style changes kind of day-to-day moment to moment and i'm pretty sure and like i'm you know i'm not i'm not i don't want to ever make it seem like i'm bashing these things i think these things are fucking cool i i really really think these services are cool like i love all of these kind of subscription box services because every once in a while man you just want some goddamn swag in your life like true absolutely you um, cause me and Petey were talking about one on Hollyjuku the other day. If people didn't hear it, we were talking about one that sends you Asian snack food. Um, which I forget the name of it at the moment, but you could go check that episode of Hollyjuku out. And it, that's literally what it is. And I thought that was super cool because I'm the type of person we, we had this discussion where I'll go to the Asian market and I get, I walk in there and I get lost sometimes. Like I know I'm kind of like, I have one thing in mind that I want to go in there for. And then I start seeing all these other things and I'm kind of like, Oh, I want to kind of try that. Oh, I don't really know what that is. Cause I, I can't read the Japanese on that to kind of parse what that 
is telling me it is. It looks like some kind of cracker. Uh, I don't know. And maybe I'll try. I don't know. But I want to try this thing. You know, I love that where you could just be like, all right, you know what? Here's here's fucking here's 40 bucks. Give me just give me a selection of shit that I can try and be like, you know what? I now know that I like this. I now know that I like that. I don't fucking like this thing anymore. Like shit like that. And I, I still love the, the, like the Japan boxes, the loot crate. I, I got a loot crate and I want, I'm going to buy another one pretty soon. I'm actually going to do another subscription to loot crate and get like a couple more loot crates just cause I love that moment of just like, Oh, here's a box of stuff. Let's see what's in it. This thing's cool. This thing's cool. I, I don't fucking want this thing. I'll give that to somebody. Like, it's just an awesome idea to just have this thing. And I love that pretty much all of these services make it so easy to kind of be like, you know what? I want to subscribe for for two months and then I'm, I'm done. You know, like with Loot Crate, I did it. I was like, all right, I want one Loot Crate. And it was like, all right, cool. Just as soon as you're done, just cancel the subscription right now. Right. And I was like, okay, cool. Boom. Whereas, like, other things I tried, like, I went to go try Hulu, right? And yeah. fucking Hulu was like, hey, we'll give you a couple of days trial. I was like, all right, fine. And then I was like, uh, you know what? I, I tried it. I, I put the experiment in, realized Hulu is not really my thing, went to cancel it. And it was, like, the longest fucking thing ever. Like, right. It's just like, all right, weird. Uh, it's not in this menu. Uh, let's maybe it's an account. Uh, no, it's not in here. Like, like I could say fucking loot crate. I went there, bought the thing on the very next page. It's like, uh, do you want to cancel? You, so, cause if you cancel, if, if you don't, we're going to send you another one. And I don't know if you want that or not. And I was like, you know, I, I'm, I'm not sure if I want that. So I'm going to cancel. And they were like, all right, cool. You'll get your loot crate in a couple days. And I was like, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but isn't it great when you find one of those subscription services and you say, okay, I'll try it out. And then you're like, oh, wow, this, this actually is pretty damn good. Y you know yeah. what? You know what? I'm, I'm going to stay with this for a little longer. I'm, I'm going to do maybe two months, maybe three. Of all, the, of all the crap that came in the loot crate, I got an awesome ass ice tray out of it and a cool fucking t shirt. Like, and I'm like, you know what? Two out of however many things are in here, I'm fucking happy with that because I only paid twenty bucks. Like, <laughs> you know, like, so ain't, ain't ain't shit to be mad about. Not at all, not at all. And again, I'm I'm very grateful for for what I got from Five Four Club so far, and I'm I'm honestly looking forward to what they what they send me next month. I really am. You're making me. You're making me considering at least giving it a try. You know, like you know that that's what one box. That's what Cody said. Uh, my co-host on It's in Season, Cody Anderson. Uh, he also said, and this is the part that really caught me off guard. You know who else he saw at um actually advertising for Five Four Club? Ooh. RuPaul. And all I could say was, yeah, I bet you didn't know I had style like that, did you, Cody? <laughs> That's right. Old DJM can get his swag on every now and then. I can I can be fabulous if I want to. Fuck yeah, yes, man. I yes, I can. 
You know what I'm also noticing? Because I, I, I pulled up uh, Trunk Club and I pulled up 540 Club's website. Trunk Club is very much GQ. Like, it's very, it's very like, stylish. And, and a lot of what they show is very suit-style things, even though that's not necessarily what they're going to send you. But, like, all no, the no, models speaking from in, experience. are in suits and, like, very, like, business attire. But, you know. And then... All of the, like, all of the quotes from Stylist on here, and, and I'm not saying this is a bad thing, I'm just putting this out here. All the quotes from Stylist on here are female stylist, and, like, all the pictures that they're showing are very lovely young ladies, like, yep. picking out clothes and stuff like that. It's very, it's very... Why, why do you think I chose Trunk Club, Kaz? <laughs> why do you think I ran with them first? Yeah, yeah. It's very, it's very like catchy the eye, like, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say on the five four club website, there's, you know, dudes on yachts and shit like that. But then you scroll down, and you're looking at the style of clothes. It's, it's hoodies, it's casual wear, it's like nice jackets and slacks and things like that, like just really chill type clothing that they're they're showing you. So. Yeah. It definitely, like you said, it's it's a two different atmospheres. It's that it's that if you have the the mall that has multiple levels, it is the Nordstroms that's at the top, and you know you don't belong up there. And, you know and you that's Trunk go. Club. And, and see, <laughs> yeah. the thing is, is that every once in a while, every once in a while, you can be like, you know what, I'm gonna go up to Nordstroms and get me a goddamn suit that's what i'm gonna do (laughs) goddamn right i'm gonna goddamn right i'm gonna go up there get me a suit coming out looking like rick flair goddamn right i will but most of the time you're gonna stay on the second or the first or second floor (laughs) i want to tell you an experience i had with nordstrom's one time right because the the mall closest to me is very laid out in top to bottom right like the 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 stores at the very top are all the kind of very expensive stores the the brook the brookstone the brook brothers kind of all that kind of shit right and nordstrom's goes from the top to the bottom in that ball right so at the bottom is nordstrom's rack which is just like all the like discount shit like all the shit they can't really sell anymore and they just want to get rid of like the middle is kind of you can shop there a little bit then that next level up is it's a little bit weird and then the one time where i didn't realize the the layout of nordstrom's i was already at the top because for some reason the starbucks is up there um i was like i'm gonna go in nordstrom's and i walked in and everybody in the top level like that worked there like had on like very nice button ups and slacks um, and shoes, and then there was a dude playing a piano, and I oh, just yeah. was like, I was like, I don't think I can afford to just stand here, <laughs> <laughs> right? Right? That's how you feel when you go into Nordstrom's. That's exactly how you feel, except like, maybe can't. like, except maybe like once or twice a year, maybe yeah. once or twice a year. That's it. I just had a moment. I was like, oh, 
Wow. Oh shit. Like, I mean it's it's I need to it's leave. real. <laughs> yeah. I, I do do not belong here. I, I'm probably like two or three tax brackets below belonging in here. There's a, somebody some uh, security has been alerted. Somebody is gonna come up to me and usher me out in a very polite we, manner. <laughs> we we have a poor person. We have a poor person. Yeah. Uh, like uh, you're, they're gonna, um, sir. Uh, hello, sir. Se- uh, secu- security to entrance number three. We, there is a poor person on the premises. Let's let's not make a ha- scene, sir. We I'm, have a I'm, poor person on the premises. I'm gonna make it look good for you. I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm just going. I'm sorry. I was looking for Macy's. I was looking for Macy's. <laughs> okay. my, my bad, guys. I'm going. I was looking for Macy's. Uh, right. Maybe Sears. Uh, can you point me to Sears? I'll, I'll go is to there, Sears. Is there a J.C. Penny still in here? Anyway, no, my bad, guys. My bad. I, I, I met, I met Macy's. I met Sears. My bad. Um, I'll just turn around. I'll just turn around. Oh man, yeah. No, it was, it's it's a crazy, crazy thing. Uh, oh, speaking of crazy things, I need, I need to, I, I need to bring something up that I had an experience with, and I, I haven't, I haven't let this out on any other podcast and I, I i need you i need you to help me parse this situation right so when i went to go buy my microphone right um there is a guitar center that's not too far away from me um, right so i went up to the guitar center uh, i bought my mic um and Oh, it wasn't the day I bought my mic. It was the day I bought my mixer because I went back to buy the mixer or whatever. Because like the day I went to buy the mic, it was like right after work, so I didn't have a lot of cash on me. Um, so I went back the next day, bought the mixer. Um, and on my way, I was like, "Hey, you know what? I'm gonna stop and get something for lunch because it was my day off. I went as soon as I went as soon as Guitar Center opened, and I was like, on my way home, I'm gonna stop and get food. So this was." the was it it was either the third or the fourth of july um so i i roll into a mcdonald's uh i peruse their menu pick a few items and i'm sitting there waiting for my food um this this gentleman then walks up to me and uh he's like you know very politely was like oh hey how are you and i was like how are you doing man and he was like, I'm good. I'm good. I just wanted to say, have a happy holiday weekend. Be safe. You know, no matter what, what you're doing. Um, you know, and, and have a happy fourth or whatever. So I didn't, I didn't take two thoughts about it. I just went, Oh, thank you very much. Same to you. And he was like, Yeah, yeah. You know, cause no matter what you do, you gotta, you gotta have a good time or whatever. So you have a happy fourth. I'm gonna have me a fifth. And he said it like that. And then he kind of gave me like a tap on the arm, giggled, and was like, huh? Huh? Yeah, you could use that with your friends. And then walked away. <laughs> and it's the I, end that killed me. It's the end that got me. And I was just like, the fuck just happened? <laughs> like, I was like, did he just make a liquor joke at me? Like, it's like, now, that is, I'm going to go ahead and say this, even though I don't drink very often, that is very DJM-esque. That, that, that's the kind of thing that once you think the joke is over, 
And then you say one more thing and just say, ha ha, and then walk away. Because that, that was almost a pun. That was almost like a really goofy pun, which people know yeah. that I, I feed on. Yeah. I feed on puns and I feed on the reaction like, from puns. So, so I love this. I, I might, Kaz. I I was flabbergasted, all right? I was taken I was taken back. <laughs> like it was just a moment. I just didn't know what to do. Kaz? Yes. I might steal this. <laughs> Please. <laughs> like cuz he gave it to me and I don't know what to do with it, DJM. I Can can't. I have it? Can Please, can you I? Take this away from me. Please. Yes, it I'm away I'm I'm taking that and and it is mine now. I will be using this in the future. Yes. I was just I was so it, it was so random. It was so random and I was just taken back and I just was like I what's going on? <laughs> like and I I gave him a courtesy kind of haha uh-huh, like but the look on my face had to be that of just like pure like the fuck the fuck just that? What the fuck was that? The fuck you just say to me? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and and generally, generally, I'm not. I don't. I don't know what it is about me. I'm just not that much of a very approachable person in in most commonalities. Like, people look at me and they kind of tend to like look for the next person. In, in, <laughs> in, which is usually me. Which is usually me. Yeah. So. And I, I will say, I kind of, I kind of have have a mode about me. Like I just, one of my coworkers the other day, he was like, "Man, I saw you working and in, walking into work, and you were just like, had your headphones in, had your hoodie on, and he was like, you just, you were just deaf glaring people as you walked down the street." <laughs> and I was like, "Was I? I just, I don't know." <laughs> he was like, "Man, <laughs> he's like, he's like, people were just like, kind of look at you, and I'm like." scoot over a little bit and i was like i don't know man i was like i just i I walk with a purpose i'm like i got somewhere to go like don't fuck with me man i just i need to get where i need to go like don't talk to me (laughs) and and i am maybe just naturally uh, i have the opposite problem i Mm -hmm. more often than not i am someone I, i apparently am very approachable and very easy to strike up a conversation with. I don't know. Maybe it's because most of the time I look miserable, even though I'm not that miserable anymore. Uh, I, I am someone that people seem to say, hey, how are you doing? I, I, I like the cut of your jib, whoever you are. You, you seem <laughs> like an okay, you seem like an okay young lad. Let me, let me shake your hand and tell me, tell you about your day, young man. And, Honestly, I figure, you know what? That person probably needs to vent more than I do. So, I'm going to let you do your thing. I will nod. I will pay just enough attention to make it look like I care. And then we'll all go about our business. Yeah. As we as we do here on Two Nerdy Black Eyes, we go about our business. We do. Kaz, what business do you have going on? 
I have a lot of adulting going on right now. Uh, as I said, I've been working a lot because it's it's the summer season and working at a tourist attraction. Summer season means you work a lot. So I've been I've been at work pretty much all day, every day, coming home to sleep and podcast. Um, so please, please go check out those podcasts because they, they are near and dear to my why, heart. Why, why don't you tell us those podcasts that you're doing? You know what? You can You can go to my about.me, uh, about.me slash King Kaz because I went and fixed all the links because I didn't know that they updated their, their web pages and killed all the links that I had there before. Uh, so I re-added them and, and redid that. Um, but... There's a podcast for every taste. There's Two Nerdy Black Eyes. There's Hollyjuku. There's uh, the Drunk Kids Gaming Podcast, where we talk about vid games and all kinds of other things throughout the week. So there's just... Are you guys going to talk about Evo? Are you guys going to talk about Evo at all? <laughs> I, I think if I do, it, it, it circles back around to the conversation that nobody on that show is black enough to care about fighting games. <laughs> Bitch. Bitches. So, so I'll, I'll I'll bring it up, and then they'll just they'll just look at me like, "Is what is is that? Is that the car?" And I'll be like, "No, Losers. it's the fighting game tournament." Losers. Just, it's gonna yeah. be on ESPN on Sunday, bitches. Yeah. The FGC is legit esports now. How you like me now, son? There's another I'm show. So, I'm sorry, Cass. I, I, I apologize. I, I I need I I need the space and the time and the the dreams to to bring it back and that's sports odds and ends I miss that goddamn show I miss JVZ I want to bring that show back um, Well, just talk to him, man. We have we've been talking. We talked today and we 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 talked well, about some of the things you were talking about talking about the talkings. Um, well, come on, but, just just do the show. Hell, yeah. you, you know what, Kaz JVZ, if you're listening to this. I'll leave. If you want, we can put it on Delta Juliet Mike. Just put a time together, record the show. I'll produce it Jason Howell style, and we can put it up on Delta Juliet Mike. How's that sound? Yeah. No, that's one of the things we were, we, well, not the, the, the specifically, but the more DJM involvement possibly in that show. Um, and just my, we, my answer to, is uh, yes, Kaz. The answer is yes. I told you and JVZ. Shut up, shut up. Um, the other thing we just have to figure out the reconnectivity of me and me and JVZ schedules because we kind of we kind of work on opposite time streams right now, um, mm. and like the day that's good for me isn't the day that's good for him. So we'll figure it out. We gotta that once we figure that out, we're back off and running because we ha- we have so many there's so many sports. This is the sports is the sports and it's, it's just going on. And if we don't talk about it, nobody's gonna know the odds and ends of it. Like. Bang. That's what I'm saying. I want you guys to do this. I'm yeah. rooting for you. Yeah. So so look forward to that. Sportsoddsandends.com coming back soon. 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 It's not a it's it's there are no there are no more it needs more deaths in my life. I didn't even things. bring I didn't even bring that up. <laughs> I, Although I I'm, it up. It, it's my it's I, my, I will admit it's my mini sipical. It's just uh, uh. I don't. I, I don't will admit, Cass. Cass, I am a little worried about sports odds and ends. Nah, I don't want to no, see sports and odds and ends go in that direction. There's no. There's no real worry. I. I just. It's because when we started that show, I didn't have a job, 
and then now I do, and it's put me right. and JVZ on opposite ends of the world. So we'll figure it out. We'll All we'll right. we'll get there. Well, that's good. Yeah, especially because I'm also changing my schedule so that I have the days that I want to do podcasts off instead of these weird off days that I just kind of sit around and do nothing. Which is not good when when you want to make podcasts. Can't mm. sit around and do nothing. Nope, because then you're not making anything. That's you're right. Just making fat, and, and <laughs> which we also talked even... about getting rid of. We did. That's right. Full circle, motherfuckers. And you can follow Kaz at King Kaz on Twitter. Me, for, for those of you that don't know who I am, I'm DJM, David Justice Majors. If you listen to the most recent episode of It's in Season, my middle name is now Justice. Uh, if you're not, uh, you might know I like anime. I like the Japanese cartoons. I host two different podcasts about them. One is called the Anime Podcast of Some Sort with my friend Count Jack Noir, where... Jack and I kind of have some of the same issues that were just mentioned between King Kaz and JVZ. Sometimes our schedules don't always sync up, but we make it work. It's a podcast where we talk about anime and games and news and stuff, sometimes with friends. It's out there. Search for it by name or my name. The Anime Podcast of some sort. There's also It's in Season, where me and the Midwest crew, Richard Waters, Cody Anderson, and I... We pick two different shows from the currently airing anime season, and we review them episode by episode. And of course, this fine podcast that you're listening to right now, the original Delta Juliet Mike Media Podcast, Two Nerdy Black Eyes, which you can also find in iTunes, in Stitcher Radio, in Google Podcasts. So it would be greatly appreciated that if you're listening to this program and if you're enjoying it, Head on over to your podcast aggregator of choice and give us the old five stars. You don't have to write a review because nobody really reads those except for the actual content creators that are really, 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 really insecure. Just go ahead and drop it the five stars. <laughs> Greatly appreciated. And if you're one of those people that likes everything that I do with the Delta Juliet Mike Media and you're interested in that new Lucha Underground thing that I might be working on soon... Head on over to patreon.com slash Delta Juliet Mike. Check it out. Drop a penny in the jar. No pressure on that. Absolutely no pressure. And, uh, also, Kaz. What up, Shout out to the, shout out to the folks at animetv.com. You might be oh, seeing yeah. old DJM writing a thing or two for them in the not too distant future. That's animetv. Dot com like anime with anime. a U because they are they are uniting anime fans. AnimeTV.com. What the fuck? One Punch Man yeah. is on Toonami? Hmm? Oh yeah. Yeah, just uh just started last week. Yep. There's news for you, ladies and gentlemen. Go check that out. And you can nice. check that you can get all kinds of news like that at the anime podcast of some sort. On DeltaJuliaMike.com, where you could find everything that DJM likes to do, baby. And of course, if you feel so inclined, my Twitter handle is just call me DJM. Thank you so much for listening to Two Nerdy Black Guys. Brandon Cooper, King Kaz, thank you so much for another episode. Tell your DKG whelp friends to play some goddamn fighting games.
I, I will. I will. Less. <laughs>